Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, April 14th. Brian Mulroney was Prime Minister and Mr Biggs to be with you was one of the biggest hits of the year. It was 1992 and the framework for registered retirement income funds was fresh. But more than 30 years later, the rules for these and similar retirement vehicles are outdated and in need of revamping, according to a report from C.D. Howe Institute. Authors William Robson and Alexandra Lorin warn that without reform, the current rules detailing age limits and mandatory withdrawals will leave many seniors with nothing more than negligible income from their tax-deferred savings in later years. This is due in part to people living longer while the age at which savers in DC pension plans and RRSPs must stop contributing to their plan has not kept pace. Also, the investment returns on safe assets are lower than they were, falling to near zero compared to yields way above inflation that was seen back in the 90s. Despite the shift in circumstances, the authors note that there's only been one lasting update of the rules, a modest reduction of mandatory minimum withdrawals in 2015. They calculate that the purchasing power of minimum RRIF withdrawals could fall to half their initial value by the time their holder reaches age 94, which one in eight men and one in five women aged 71 can expect to see. The authors would like to see age limits on saving and mandatory withdrawals abolished, or at least they want policymakers to raise the age limits and shrinking mandatory withdrawals and or establish a threshold below which RRIF holders do not need to make withdrawals at all. Canada's small and medium enterprises remain optimistic that the economy will improve but remain challenged by high inflation. The cost of doing business continues to be elevated, although the latest Main Street quarterly report by the Canadian Federation of Independent Business does show a feeling that inflation is moderating. However, the recent decision by OPEC Plus to cut oil production may add further costs to energy bills. Private investment is forecasted to contract by 4.7% in Q1 and 1.5% in Q2, reflecting the challenging financial environment for small businesses. Crucially, most respondents believe that a recession will be avoided in the first half of 2023, with a growth rate of 2.5% in Q1 and 1.2% in Q2. One of the main drains on small business budgets is labour costs. The talent shortage is forcing employers to increase wages. In the first quarter, average wage increase plans were at 3.1%, having fallen from a 3.4% peak in Q2 2022. Those businesses with labour shortages are looking at an average 3.8% increase in their wage plans, while those without are planning to increase by 2.4%. The national private sector job vacancy rate remained steady in the first quarter at 4.7%, with more than 658,000 jobs unfilled. Investors should avoid US stocks as expectations of a recession have become universal, according to Bank of America's Michael Hartnett. Bloomberg reports that the strategist is specifically negative on technology shares, which have a higher concentration in the US than international markets, as they're set to come under pressure from increased regulatory scrutiny and higher interest rates. That's already starting to materialise in investor flows. The $2.1 billion they pulled from US tech sector funds in the week through April 12th was the most since December 2018 and the third largest redemption on record, according to the strategist's note. Hartnett prefers non-US shares, cheaper international stocks that are tied to economic growth like European, Japanese and emerging market banks will outperform expensive US growth stocks against a backdrop of elevated borrowing costs, he said. He sees a maximum return of 3-4% from credit and stocks over the medium term. He recommends selling the S&P 500 in the 4,100 to 4,200 points range, which covers the benchmark's Thursday closing level. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. 
Stable Bank of Canada rate allows advisors' clients to brace more for recession. Why good KYC is a natural defense against financial gaslighting. And the publisher of Wealth Professional adds benefits and pensions monitor to its B2B lineup. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.